Freedom-loving patriots, fellow MAGA extremist Republican cult members, Trump co-conspirators of truth, and those clinging to their guns and Bibles. I'm your host, Becca Marie, along with Stella Padilla, and you are listening to Freedom Speak. I'd like for you to check out our website, freedomspeaknm.com, where you can click on the radio replay link and listen to playbacks of any of our previous shows. And also check out the resource page. You can also get the podcast on SoundCloud, Spotify, Stitcher, Apple iTunes. I'm noticing we're having a lot more um, playbacks on Spotify here lately. Want to send us your questions and comments? Email us at Becca at FreedomSpeakNM.com. And you can now watch us live every Friday morning, 9 a.m. to 12 noon complete with a call-in line where you can call in and join the conversation. All you have to do is go to our website, freedomspeaknm.com, and click on the Rumble link. So a lot going on this week, as usual. Not a lot of it really good. I've been thinking a lot about a topic that actually I think about a lot that I have been thinking about for a long time as it has to do with people just simply going along with the crowd. And I compare it to, um, (laughs) I'm going to tell you a little story about fish. (laughs) The ball moves in unison like it's one entity, and the look upon it is breathtaking. How can 15 million sardines move like they have one mind? This ball of fish is consistent constantly, changing direction and shape as they cluster and move to survive. Their instinct tells them that there is safety in numbers, but in reality, it makes them easy pickings for the plethora of predators that gather to feast on them. If you stay submerged long enough, you will witness this ball decrease in size as 15 million becomes 14 million and steadily decreases until all of the predators have gorged themselves. Often little to none of the sardines survive. The best means of escape eludes them as their instincts are wrong. They, by their very nature, are food, and the real predictors cut through them like, did I say predictors? I meant predators. The real predators cut through them like knives. This is the real thing. Do a little research on this about, you know, you'll, you'll look it up online. I, I had a little trouble on this one. A ball of fish, and they come up with all kinds of recipes for, for, for sardines, which essentially that's what we're talking about here. But when we're talking about a ball of sardines, it's like you might have seen it on maybe some of these nature channel things where the, they travel around these huge swarms and they're flipping and turning and they're in a ball and it's all shiny and stuff. Anyway, according to Matthew 4.19 in the King James, King James Bible, it is written, And he saith unto them, Follow me, and I will make you fishers of men. We humans are supposed to be fishermen. It is what God intended, but instead, we have become fish. Sardines, to be exact. And the ball is getting smaller. I've been writing about the standard death rate, also known as the SDR, for three years, and I have predicted that many countries would, for the first time in their histories, decrease in population. Not only that, but it is now well documented that fertility rate around the world has now dropped below the break-even number of 2.1 children per family. Humanity is dying out. The truth is that you will never see this phenomena here in the United States. This is because additional sardines are being herded into our ball. 
with millions coming and being driven across our border, you'll never know the true genocide that is transpiring here. I recently saw three stories of prominent people below the age of 50 who suddenly died. These articles are out there all over the place. You won't see them on the mainstream news, but if you follow social media and some of the other sites that I follow, you'll see this stuff. It's a a phenomenon I recently talked about called SAD, S-A-D-D, Sudden Adult Death Syndrome. A good friend of mine had an extended family member, which was a 46-year-old female, die in her sleep. This person was a health nut who attempted to take care of herself. Unfortunately, taking care of herself and carefully controlling what went into her body did not include rejecting experimental drugs being injected into her arm. We're all allowing people who openly taught eugenics, population control, also known as death of the masses, to control our water, food, and medicine. Because after all, they're from the government, and they're here to help, right? Does anybody still believe this is a good idea? Do any of you still believe that the government has the American citizen's best interest in mind? I don't want this to be true, but reality can only be scoffed at for so long. An illusion can never stand the test with this type of evidence and level of scrutiny. As the level of awareness increases, the death rate will increase as well. Those who are responsible for this tragedy understand that danger awaits them if enough people wake up in time to fight back, which is what I try to do here every week. I try to wake you all up to the facts of what is going on around you. Break out of that cognitive dissonance. They'll never allow this, and this they may seem really confident that most fish will remain in their ball. It is well past the time for us to understand who and what we are. We are not fish, but strong individual humans who can think and act for ourselves. We can protect our families by saying no to tyranny. We must demand a reckoning now, because tomorrow our children may not have us there to protect them. The purveyors of chaos are building their 15-minute cities, and these are just sardine cans. Their nets are already in the water. The more I hear about how the so-called institutes of higher learning are simply state-run schools of indoctrination, it makes me believe that a college degree has become pretty worthless these days. And there's a lot of talk about that out there. And how a degree from the University of Life experience is much better. Gaining life experience is more difficult, but it removes the blocks to a limited brain. little poetry from a friend of mine. Existing requires a static intellectual's creed, marked by its limitations and its needs. Being requires a becoming as such, driven by a fluid, ever-changing desire for understanding. We must think of for ourselves and question all things. It's skepticism that moves us towards an understanding of the world around us. Your life is either a story written by you, or it's but a sentence in someone else's story written by them. In this world of increasing abandonment of our one's religious faith and principles, moved backwards by a growing legion of victims, we're seeing a vast multitude of non-autonomous and non-discerning robots whose lives have been reduced to a single sentence. They exist in this one life just to get through it. We must understand that this type of living is equivalent to not having ever existed. This is simply the same life as an animal. Like the rowers, which happened to be slaves, on an ancient Roman galleon, this story word is hopeless. Our true novel of meaningful existence can only be written by us after we lay aside all pretense, supposition, and excuse. While it's easier to live a static life, it's the trudge that builds character. And it is the heart of the individual human that is always remembered. A little more poetry. I hear this. I hear you guys like this last week. There is fear in my heart now as it quickens its pace. 
It threatens my reasoning, though it leaves no abase. They tell me if I want to be taken seriously too, I must conform and give the collective its due. I really don't care, and I'll go it alone. The collective be damned, as the wide path is wrong. I will cry out to those who will listen today, and for everyone else to their fate fade away. People may mistakenly assume that these words I say are for the purpose of convincing them of some arbitrary facts. I continue to speak to you each week because reality is typically scoffed at, and illusion is usually accepted as fact. The one thing that I'm certain of is that almost all understanding has been inverted. I do this because I feel I have been called to encourage others to think for themselves and to tell the king that he is naked. With one thought, my heart may just break, but I embrace its rip for my own sanity's sake. It's difficult to observe the state of all beings, mostly because of the incredible sadness it brings. We would rather believe the lie, not the truth. There's confront in ignorance, and there's no time left to shout from the roof. The lies are unraveling as they have played out their worth. The only thing left is death or subjugation they're birthed. We have evil and powerful people in this world who have used deception to garner and maintain control. These people have for decades propagated lies with a growing number of additional lies. And now their house of cards is crumbling. Death or total subjugation is the only means left for this brotherhood of darkness in order to maintain power and control. The chaos that surrounds us now is not happening by chance, but rather is an attempted smokescreen to cover a plethora of crimes against humanity. Make no mistake, the Great Reset, based on so-called global warming, is just death of billions, period. It's just the coming move to maintain power and control. Death, it follows the evil man, its fruition stroked by his malevolent band. He cannot do less unless, indeed, a good man refuses to stand guard at the breach of need and creed. Fewer now stand a post for you, a rampart's empty of its sentry too. The wards are missing, they have gone today. Their only virtue now is the coward's way. The tyranny we have witnessed so far is only the beginning. With mention of yet another scamdemic by our tyrant-in-chief, it is time for us to stand up as free Americans that we are and to just say no. Just say no to mandates. Just say no to masks. Just say no to injections. And please don't start hoarding all the toilet paper again. Please. Refuse to do business with those that are acting as agents of the state. Band together with fellow employees and say no to mandates at work. Your employer needs you more than they, more than you need them. In case you haven't noticed, you have lots of options. Everybody's hiring. Tell them hell no. I'm not going to wear your damn mask. I'm not going to take an injection. And if they don't want to go along with that quit stop being a fish stop going along you know I, ha I have had so many people and this actually kind of bugs me a little bit tell me oh well I wore yeah I wore a mask but I cut a hole in it but you still wore a damn mask I don't care if you cut a hole in it you still complied you still caved you still rolled over you still did what you were told it doesn't matter if it has a hole in it or even if it's something that, that isn't even really a mess. The, the point of the matter is, is you did what you were told and you put something on your face. Say no. Stand up for crying out loud. I am so sick of hearing weak people say that they've given in. Peacefully band together with others in defiance of tyranny. There's power in numbers. Stop being the fish and be the fisherman that God intended.
Hold on, Stella. Let me bring you in there. <laughs> there you are, Stella. Amen. What a great monologue. <laughs> <laughs> I am just, I, I am really ticked off. Can, mm-hmm. See my shirt this mm-hmm. week? Yeah. You guys see that? You guys that are watching. Yeah. Yeah. Mm-hmm. yeah I am. I'm pissed off. We I'm, all should be. I'm tired of people giving in and being wusses. You know, I used that word last week. I love that word, wusses. Mm-hmm. I'm tired of people giving in and rolling over. And it's like, oh, I'm so afraid I'm going to lose my job. It's like, for crying out loud, there are plenty of jobs out there. Get a different job. There are people out there begging for employees, so you don't have any excuses to say that this is the only job left, you know, that pays well. There, Everybody's hiring. Everybody. So... Yeah, if they tell you you have to wear a mask, say, okay, I'm out of here. Yeah, I'm out of here. I quit. Yeah. You bye. can take your job and you can just stick it. That's, that's right. That's, you, mm-hmm. you people have got to, you guys have got to grow a spine. Mm-hmm. The people in this country have got to grow a spine. They do. Otherwise, this is going to continue. The next scamdemic is on the way. Maybe as soon as next month or October. Okay. Tyrant Joe is already talking about it. Are you going to give in? You know, and these and these stupid colleges, okay, that are demanding masks and injections. You know, in case you haven't noticed, there's a lot of colleges in this country. That's like for crying out loud. Just tell them, fine, I'm out of here. I'll give my money to somebody else that wants it. You know, and when you go to a business and they start this crap again like they did over the past few years which there's a lot of these places I'll never do business with again, and I'll be glad to name them actually on this show. Let me start with a few. Best Buy, uh, let's see. Um, there she goes. Yeah, here we go. Yeah. Um, <laughs> my brain's not working so good today. I think it's because I'm just so upset about all this stuff. Mm-hmm. Not Sam's Club, but the other one. Um, Costco? Costco. Won't do business with them anymore. Mm-hmm. I won't do won't do business with that Mexican restaurant on I-25. I, I, I've even forgotten their name. They're so unimportant to me now. I, you know, I, all these businesses... Oh, oh, El Pinto? No, won't go there anymore. It's ran by a bunch of communists. So I'm, I'm not going to do business with any of these people anymore. And it's like, you know, you people that say, well, yeah, but I really get good deals at that place. Oh, okay, so your freedom, I guess, is for sale for a good deal. Okay. I'm sorry. Stop it. There's good deals everywhere. You don't have to go to those traders. I mean, they, no, you don't. Yeah, you don't. You know, it make, it's amazing to me that they tell you right to your face. Oh, we're gonna have another scandemic. Get ready. You know, six feet yeah, apart. Bring your that's masks. Right. And who who are they that keep on throwing these little scandemics and little viruses at us? And why do we allow it? And you know, we still have these idiots out there walking around with a stupid mask on their chin. What is up with that? They're walking around with a mask on their chin. It's like. Oh, I'm ready to put it on as soon as you order me to, because I'm a good little fish. I don't want to be a fish. <laughs> How about when you're driving your car yeah. with the oh, windows closed yeah. and you're by yourself? Yeah. So, Mike, I haven't properly announced you yet. Mike is Mike is one of our loyal followers every week. He's always like on, uh, you're always on Facebook, right? You're always Facebook, on Facebook, yeah. and you're always sending your little messages in there. He's const- <laughs> He's like really busy on there. He's constantly sending his comments. And I'm always saying, Mike, why don't you just come on? in here why don't you just call in it's like uh, it's like mike's shy no but but truth is mike says he's got so much to say that he couldn't fit it into a phone call so i said mike why don't you just come on in and join us so here he is mike mirabal like mirrorball you know yes. kind of like the song yeah. uh like the sarah mclaughlin song you know but but not really yeah so yes, mike i was a, an avid listener i'd i'd Listen every week, and uh, the subject matter that she would talk about was uh, of interest to me because she's very similar to the way I feel about a lot of what's going on in the world today. Uh, She talks about the followers. Um, Recently, I had a friend of mine that uh, told me, and she she was a liberal Democrat. She says, uh, why are you fighting this thing? She says, you're... You're retired. Just go play golf. Just go play golf. That's right. Just you're, play golf. You're not gonna. It'll never come it. for you. Yeah, you won't outlive it. Go and join all the artist sardines. Yeah. Was, like I told her, I said, "That's just that's not me." Um, you know, you have to be able to speak up, and you have to be able to say what's wrong, and hopefully, you can try and change it. And like uh, Becca just said about uniting. And uh, 
You know, people need, you know, if you see someone like that in a grocery store, it would be great to see other people stand up and join with that person and say, mm -hmm. hey, you know, we have we have rights. It, we have freedom in this country and we still have it. But they're trying to change that right now. Well, you, people keep letting them take it away, take away your freedom by being so obedient, compliant, everything that they expect of you. But, you know, it's, it's, it's our own fault if we're compliant. We should not be giving up our freedom. You know, we have we have another Mike that follows us on Facebook, too, and he said, nice to see the other Mike. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, I think we've communicated on Facebook uh, once or twice. Yeah, we got so. Michael and we got Thomas uh, on there right now commenting on Facebook. Thank you guys very much. And I want to ask you guys uh, that when you're watching us on, like, you know, either X or Rumble or Facebook, make sure you follow and like the show um, because that helps us get the word out to other people. Hmm. Yeah. So, Stella, what's on your mind today? I don't want to be a fish. I'm you don't want to be a fish? No, I, I, I want to eat the fish. I don't want to be one. <laughs> but, but I don't want to be a tyrant either. No. So, yeah. You know, I, I saw I saw that actually that uh, that monologue was a, a collaboration between me and my friend Robert Jackson out in Texas uh, this week. And he likes to write a lot of poetry. So uh, often what he'll do is he'll write poetry and insert it into things that he writes. It's like, you know, this is pretty good poetry. You know? And, you know, interesting thing about poetry and music and things like that, it affects a different part of the brain than just regular conversation. And sometimes poetry and music can actually help reach people that are otherwise kind of shut off. So that's why I hope you guys like the poetry. Let me know if you do or not. I think it kind of adds to the conversation. That's well. kind, of, kind of the thing that separates the even on a political scale, the left brain, right brain, mm -hmm. uh, poetry as you know the different thought processes so it's kind of good to address that i think you're right you know it's like often we hear about how the the left they're always talking about how they feel about things it's all about how they feel and you know I'm not going to poo-poo feelings. Uh, I think feelings are important. I mean, I think they're important about a lot of things in our life. You cannot make necessarily, you can't make important decisions purely based on feelings because you also have to use logic. So, you know, the thing I think that the tyrants are the most worried about is I think they're worried that all of us, all of us that are using like uh, logical, critical thinking, those of us that are feeling might actually get together and have a conversation and decide that we don't want the tyrants in charge anymore. They don't want us talking to each other. Yeah. Well, that's what I've been saying all along. If they're not doing their job, they should be fired like everybody else. You know, where else can you go to a job and, and disobey all the rules? You know, in other words, like breaking the Constitution and, and just all the laws that they set for us in the first place. They're the only ones allowed to break them. Well, what's that? You know, where did that come from? And it's it's all over the United States. Everywhere you go, uh, you hear of Hillary killing people, uh, you know, assassinations, and and they call it a suicides and stuff like who who in there who can possibly shoot themselves in the back of the head twice? What kind of a suicide is that? It's not. It, it was murder straight up. But all these people get away with it, and and people have come to accept it as reality, as something that just happens, and they're allowed to get away with it. They should should not be allowed to get away with it. You talk about uh, the followers, the fish. Mm -hmm. um, that could be the opposite side when you talk about left brain, right brain. Um, uniting for a certain cause, right, for to protect our rights. Uh, my dad, when when I was small, used to preach to us all the all the time. It's like as an individual, you have no power. But if you can unite, you can you can make change. And yeah, there's power in numbers, happen. right? So you know, people don't have to just follow and do do what they're told. So you know, I still remember that day at Costco a couple of years ago, in which I was in there, and uh, I was accosted by four managers. I mean, they have nothing better to do except to accost a person that is not wearing a mask. They surrounded my cart, stopped my cart, started unloading things out of my cart, 
and they wanted they were going to force me to leave. As I was being forced to leave, and as I was demanding a refund, a full refund on my Costco membership, because that was not part of the my membership agreement, all these sheep were lined up at the door, <laughs> obediently wearing their mask, and I'm right there, willing to be the sacrificial lamb, the example, <laughs> to lead them all to a rebellion, and I'm saying... Why don't you all take off your stupid mask and are all just staring at me? Of course, I can't see the look on their face because it's got, they've got a mask on and they all just look like a bunch of stupid sheep. And they're standing there complying. Here I'm giving them an opportunity. I'm trying to rile the troops. I'm trying to give them an opportunity for everybody to take off their mask. And then we would have had control of the situation at that point. Exactly. But no, they didn't do it. No. I'm here, I'm here biting my lip because my wife retired from Costco. She was a supervisor at Costco. My brother-in-law is a manager, probably one of the ones that walked you out of the... The one on Eubank? <laughs> no. I'll see, that's it's, the one I was at. Yeah. Yeah. But uh, my sister, I, I have a lot of family involved in Costco, but uh, I understand what you're saying. I agree with what you're saying. But like I say, I have to be... <laughs> I have to go home. so okay we're coming up on the end of the first segment so to give you all an idea what i want to talk about today i uh, me and stella both watched the tucker carlson interview with the former capitol police chief the one that was actually there on january 6th and he told a very different story than the ones that uh, we're being led to believe by the Uniparty, by by the left, by the deep state that that you know is going after Donald Trump right now, um, and I I got some clips from that. I did a little research on some of the things he was talking about uh, to confirm them. And anyway, I think it's going to be an interesting conversation. So I got that, and I think we're going to talk about that maybe coming up. So don't go anywhere. You're listening to Freedom Speak with Becca Marie and Stella. And by the way, I also want to tell you uh, that uh, next week we will not be doing a new show because I'm going to be actually on a ride about. I'm going to talk about that in a while, too. (laughs) Anyway, don't go anywhere. It's going to be a good show today. We'll be right back. a trailer to haul something around? Check out my friends at JP Trailer Sales. They've been doing business in Albuquerque for seven years. Whether you're hauling cars, landscaping equipment, dirt, or your favorite off-road toys, JP Trailers has the perfect trailer at a great price to fit your needs. They have open trailers, enclosed trailers, and can even do special orders. You'll always receive great, friendly customer service, and no appointment is ever needed. Stop by their location at 7605 San Pedro Drive, Northeast in Albuquerque, Monday through Saturday, 10 to 5 p.m. You can also call them at 505-469-1667 or 505-557-8164 or check them out on the web at flatbedtrailersusa.com. Did you realize that our skin is the largest organ of the body? How often do we pay attention to what it's telling us? Hi, I'm Tomei with Skin LLC, and we don't just cover up imperfections, we heal them. Our skin being the largest organ of the body tells a story. Beauty and skin alike are often overlooked because we get overwhelmed with so much daily input. You can learn your own skin and beauty story through the customized treatments we provide, personalized just for you. Let us give you the education, healing, rejuvenation, and restoration to support your journey. 
call or text 505-918-4211, mention this ad for a free phone consultation, and visit our website at abqskinllc.com. That number again is 505-918-4211. Hi, I'm Dr. Karen Genter from High Desert Chiropractic and Wellness. For 27 years, I've been helping patients by gently treating the root cause of their health issues, not just symptoms. Treatments include various chiropractic techniques and therapies, such as electrical stimulation, ultrasound and intersegmental traction, or the roller table. Let's help you be your best self by helping you achieve optimal wellness and maintain it lifelong. Located at 5310 Homestead Road, Northeast, call us at 505 292 2226. Would you like to advertise your business right here on Freedom Speak with Becca Marie and Stella? Get in on the ground floor with insanely low prices and become one of our preferred advertisers. Lots of fellow patriots would love to do business with you. All ads include free production of your commercial using your own voice or ours. Your ad will run on all of our live streams and podcasts on multiple platforms. Our audience is growing by the day. Send your info to Becca at freedomspeaknm.com to get started. Would you like to move on from being a keyboard warrior to owning your own media? I'm Floyd Cisco with Spoken Words in New Mexico. I can take your event to the next level by providing cameras, microphones, video switchers, and other hardware to turn your event into a professional production. See what I've done for others and what I can do for you at rumble.com slash spoken words New Mexico. To get started, send me an email at spokenwords.nm at protonmail.com. Again, that's spokenwords.nm at protonmail.com. Freedom Speak with Becca Marie and Stella. I'm your host, Becca Marie. Oh. Stella, did you turn off your mic? I think you might have flicked the switch on your mic. Now? Now? There you are. I turned off my mic. I have you a lot to say. I don't know why I did you that. You can't be turning off your mic. You can't <laughs> say anything if you turn off your mic. No. <laughs> And we got our uh, guest with us today, Mike Mirabal. Hello. I'm you, having, you having a good time so far, Mike? Yeah, I'm get, getting comfortable now. Is it different being on the other side of the mic? Yeah, it's a little bit different. Uh, yeah, yeah. But, but she always used to tell me, like she said, to call in. But I didn't want to be restricted to the phone call limit. So oh, well, that, okay. that's why I'm here. You know, you know, <laughs> good. By the way, if you guys want to call in, the phone lines are open, 505-444-5059. If you're watching us live, we'd love to hear from you. You can call in, and you can even talk talk to another caller, Mike. He's standing here with us. <laughs> hey, uh, you know, I was talking about the, uh, the, the fertility rates, and it, actually I got that info from an article on the Epic Times that I found rather interesting. And it was talking about the about the rate of 2.1 children per family that is required on an average, and that's an average overall, to maintain your population. And these numbers are dropping dramatically, not uh, everywhere, all over the world. And you know how I mentioned in my opening monologue about how, well, you may not notice it's happening in the United States because they're bringing in so many illegal aliens. By the way, did you hear, this was actually on the news this morning, I watched this on the way in, that apparently now the government is once again going after Elon Musk. (laughs) And especially now, since apparently yesterday, Trump made a reappearance on Twitter, X, it's called now, um, with a picture of his mugshot. <laughs> I think he's kind of proud of that mugshot. I think he is. T- it's a really cool mugshot, isn't it? I like the way it looked. He looked intense. Like yeah, he looks like I'm coming yeah, for you yeah, next. I'm, I'm not going anywhere. <laughs> <laughs> but so anyway, so 
he made an appearance on anyway they're after elon musk now because they're saying that he's uh, essentially they're they're going after him because he's not hiring illegal aliens can you imagine that no they're they're going after him because he is not hiring someone if they do not have their green card it's like well i thought that's what the law was in this country. I thought that... It used to be. I Yeah, I thought you didn't hire illegal aliens. And, and of course, now they're not calling them illegal aliens. They're calling them refugees. 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 They don't become a refugee until they've been here for a while. I think, I think some of the immigration information, you know, they call them refugees because they get classified different as a refugee. If they're... Illegal immigrant, they don't qualify. There's, a, there's a, I believe it's five years. Mm-hmm. In five years, they automatically get their green card as a refugee, right? Whereas, as an illegal immigrant, they don't, they don't start the clock, and that's why your illegal immigrants want to get caught and documented. So it starts the clock on that mm-hmm. five years, and they call them a refugee, even though they're not technically refugees. Uh, so there's there's reasons why they turn themselves in instead of trying oh, to Oh yeah. Them. Oh yeah. Yeah. And so anyway, so they're going at, they've been going after Elon Musk all along because they don't like that Elon Musk is allowing free speech on Twitter. And they got to stop that. That just can't continue. And especially since Trump is now back on Twitter. Oh, bad, oh my. bad news <laughs> for all the liberals. <laughs> I, I see a lot of crying going on. <laughs> oh, oh yeah. All right. Yes. So anyway, so they're going after him because he's not hiring illegal aliens. It's like that's that's what it all comes down to, which it, this is just yet another inversion of reality that we are looking at now in this country in which, you know, these these leftist crazy people have just completely lost their minds. And unfortunately, They've got a lot of sardines following them that aren't paying any attention to what they're doing. Kind of like what you were just saying there, Mike. It's like, go out and play a game of golf. Don't worry about it. You know, maybe watch a movie on Netflix. It's not bothering you. Exactly. You know, it's like freedom, you know, kind of like Arnold Schwarzenegger say back. He said, screw your freedom, you know. Yeah, I I lost my respect in Arnold when he said that. It's like, I'm sorry. No, my freedom is the most important thing of all to me. Yeah. The other term, I think, was undocumented Undocumented. Undocumented Yes, yes, undocumented. Well, what happened to that system that they set up that E, what was it where you have, if you were undocumented or legal, whatever, you had to have proof of your social security number, proof of this and proof of that before they hired you. Now that system's what, debunked, gone, no good? Yeah, there used to be, I can't remember what it was called, but there was a government system in place, uh, E-Verify. E-Verify. E-Verify is what it was. And it's like you had to use, go through E-Verify and verify that the person was legally in the country and I'm sorry if you're so a so so called refugee and you have not got your green card you are not I, I don't think you're here legally are you or you know or if you're supposedly fleeing you know what's what's the word they use for people that are fleeing from their country they're uh, yeah. they're scared for their life I can't remember the term for it. yeah. it's not important but anyway but, um, Mallorca's um that's how he gets around a lot of what he says um, about illegal aliens is since they check in, technically they're, they're being timed. So they've got their five years. So he's saying technically they're legal. <laughs> well, they're not, they're not legal because they haven't had a hearing. Yeah. Well, the hearings are now scheduled out five years so in five years, they've already become legal. So they've got their green card. So because there are so many millions of illegals, they can't, they can't technically deport them. There's got to be a way. And that's where Congress needs to come in and change the law on that requirement of a hearing. There, sh- there should be some way to have a hearing. As they come in, ninety percent don't qualify. Yeah, I'm sorry, I don't have any faith in anything that they need to make a law because they bend the laws constantly to suit them. So I no longer believe in making a law for anything because it only holds true if it benefits the Democrats. If it doesn't benefit them, then it, it, it law doesn't mean anything. But this was something that Obama did mm-hmm. when he was president. He found the loophole 
to bring. That, that law was written for one and two people coming across the border. So it, it, it could handle that situation. What he did is he went down and told them, come in mass, right? Come by the thousands. Because they, they used to only be able to have maybe 100 uh, interviews a week. And because of that, all those people got to stay here. Trump's policy of going back, putting them back in Mexico or yeah, where they waiting came on from, the border. waiting was at least they kept them from residing here in the country illegally. Well, it kept them at bay for a little while. Right, right. So that's that's where they they found the loophole, and it, and there's there's got to be a purpose. You talked about. Uh, Covering up the fertility rate is that I can't believe it's all just about votes. I I have to believe there's a deeper purpose of why they're doing it because this is Joe Biden is a continuation of what Obama was trying to do. Mm-hmm. Yeah, and I believe Obama is he's the coach, he's the you know, puppet master behind Joe Biden, and. He's he's giving him the instructions. There's someone above Obama giving him instruction. If uh, if you notice, there are numerous organizations that have the the Open Society, George George Soros. Mm-hmm. You have mm-hmm. uh, uh, Open Borders. You have and there um, so many liberal organizations that are trying to bring in these people, and it's like why. My biggest question. Well, they seem to be desperate to do it. Have you noticed that? It's yes. like they're they're desperate to bring as many people into the United States as they they possibly can. I mean, and to do it to accomplish it, they're actually making deals. I know they're making deals with the cartels. I know that the cartels are getting paid. It's like you know we hear about all this money, like I talked about last week about all these trillions of dollars in debt this country is in and all this money that is unaccounted for that right. is just missing right and then we have missing children we have missing ch- you know, we have missing children that are coming over the border and then they're being you know i heard an interesting report in which these kids are calling in and saying i don't know this person you put me with right it's like there's apparently some helpline they can call into and they've been calling in these kids have no idea who it is that they're with kids are disappearing by the tens of thousands there's a bunch of kids that have disappeared in in Maui during this whole situation. So there seems to be a real problem. You know, it used to be back when I was a kid that we were concerned about missing children. We'd have them on little milk cartons at our school. Of course, I don't think they give kids right. kids milk in school anymore, <laughs> do they? I don't know. I don't know. Especially uh, chocolate milk. They don't yeah. do that anymore. That's we what I used, used to use the milk to put our green beans in when we didn't want to eat our green beans. <laughs> <laughs> I don't. I don't know what they do now if they don't have milk cartons to uh, to hide that. Yeah, stuff. I know. I know. <laughs> but no but, one's concerned about the kids that are missing though. I mean, if, I mean, they hear about the news all the time. It's all over social media. There's hundreds of thousands of children missing. Like in this past year, there's like over 300,000 kids that came across the border and some of the American kids that are missing now. There's a lot of children missing. Why is there not an uproar, like insanity? Like your kid's missing, you know, I would be insane if somebody took your kid. And now it's like it's something that's being accepted. What is the, what's the movie that's out now talking about 85,000? 85,000. 85,000, yeah. 85,000 miss, kids missing. Kids. Yeah. And uh, that, to me, is, you know, like you say, how do people not ask, where where are my kids? Yeah. Do they, are they kids that came in that don't really have parents? So like you were saying, is a lot of these kids come in and they're not, they're, that's not their parents that are bringing in. No, and I, and I wonder, it's like, And nobody seems to ask this question. You've got all of these unaccompanied children coming across the border. Uh, How did those – do parents just give away their kids like this? Does that even sound realistic that a parent would just say, oh, okay, uh, you just go on to America all by yourself. Some little kid, just maybe three, four years. Does that even make any sense to you? That doesn't make any sense to me at all. And it's like what I think is happening is I think these children are being kidnapped – Mm-hmm. And they're somehow being sold. There's there's money changing hands somehow. And these kids are being, you know, you have uh, 
you could kind of like in the movie, the recent movie we watched, The Sound of Freedom. It's like in which these kids are being sold into slavery. They're being sold into the sex trade. And I think that it's entirely possible that they're they're being kidnapped from families in some of these third world countries. And who knows? Maybe their parents are being killed. I don't know. Well, from what I understand, they, they write a phone number on their arm in, in you know, magic marker, whatever. Mm-hmm. And then throw them over the fence or bring them across. And then Border Patrol contacts these people and they transport them to wherever that phone number is. And then they use that family as a contact to bring in other family from yeah. Mexico yeah. because they have Mexico, Colombia, wherever. And th- so it's it's just a chain reaction. Everybody's bringing everybody else Oh, yeah, they in. play this game because then they use, well, we're just coming here to be with the rest of our family. Well, right. the rest of the family shouldn't have been here to start with right. because they're here illegally. I, I just, I don't, I'm t- uh, I'm talking by the way, about Tamara and, and, yeah. and Katrina and is watching. And hi, Mom. I see that you're watching again, too. Hi, Mom. I love you, too. Yeah. Okay. <laughs> you know that uh, when Obama was in office, they had, uh, right before, when, was it, no, was when Trump was actually leaving, they had all these children wrapped up in aluminum foil in the cages, wrapped up so you couldn't see their faces. All you saw was little bodies laying like burritos up and down. <laughs> because <laughs> so, somebody is looking for their children. Or like like maybe a baked potato getting ready to go in the well, oven. Well, like they're, they're, they're covered up. You couldn't see yeah. their faces. Because yeah. somebody's looking for their child. And if they watch national news, they would see their child's face on there. No, not that I think they could ever get them back from us, but they would know where their child is finally they'd have some kind of closure but they wouldn't let the no one see their children's faces that's a good point I never thought of that yeah you, of course if your child's missing you're going to be looking for it of forever. course well yeah but yeah. I'm covering them up so they can't be seen on can't, national TV can't see their faces I, I think you're talking about uh, when they were in the Obama cages right? yeah there was the Obama <laughs> yeah the Obama cages <laughs> mm-hmm. but wrapping them up in foil like that like so they couldn't see right. their faces that was like an awkward thing you know wrapping them up like that so I just wanted to, on this article, I, I just wanted to real quick, I just wanted to talk about these fertility rates they're talking about. They're saying, you know, keep in mind, I said that the, the rate of 2.1 is basically, from what I'm understanding here, is kind of a, a break-even thing. But they're saying that the rate in uh, in Europe is currently 1.5, uh, Japan is 1.3. China ranges from 1.3 to 1.5. China used to limit the number of people that it, the number of children that people could have. Now they're actually paying people, encouraging them to have bigger families. Um, so, and it says here that sometimes the estimates put it as low as 1.15. So, for the United States, for for China, uh, for any of these places, I was thinking. Yeah. Uh, I think I was thinking here in the United States we were one point nine, which is below what you were saying. Yeah, it's below the break even. Yeah, but so so we should be dropping in population. Yeah, in the United well, I, States, I have other than illegals. Yeah, I have one illegals question are coming then, into backfill. Yeah, if Bill Gates is is so concerned and they're desperately trying to depopulate the world, and they're already self depopulating. Who's left? Is it just the United States they're picking on to depopulate? Because obviously the rest of the world already has. There's a, there's a much bigger thing here that I'm I'm still trying to figure I'm it not, out. I, can't, I mean I can't I'm just trying it. to put the pieces together yes. all the time. I don't I I don't get it. I I really don't. Well, they're screaming depopulation like crazy. Yeah, I know they are. I mean with yeah. the, with the vaxes and everything yeah. and and setting all these viruses free on us and everything. That's what I'm saying. Is there's got to be something more than just votes. I mean, everybody says, "Oh, they're just bringing in illegals so they, you know, so they can vote." There's something more to it. We just don't know what that what that answer is. I mean, every day I ask, "Why? Why is this happening? What's going on mm-hmm. behind the scenes?" There's, There's always something. a bigger picture. Yes. Yeah. Yeah. And and every, everybody today just looks at today. Mm-hmm. You know, people need to start thinking about okay, what's really going on there's a reason and i don't have the answer for that yet but i'm still trying to find that answer there's what 360 million people in the united states somebody's got to have an answer out of 300 well that's why we do this every week mike we're just trying we're putting everything out there and trying to put together the pieces Mm -hmm. so hey you guys want to talk about this rnc debate that happened the other night i found it very very interesting i thought it was hysterical it was it was really hysterical Mm -hmm. um 
Who, okay, so to start off, who do you think was the winner of that debate? Vivek. That's As, the way you pronounce his name. Vivek. He was he was funny. He had the sense of humor. When they attacked him for defending Trump, he laughed it out of it and just, you know, he had a good sense of humor. I'd have probably lost my mind and started fighting right back because yeah. that's just the instinct, right? But he laughed it off and said, oh, you guys. You know. he, he's like, he has like this big <laughs> smile on his face. Oh, come on. Just give me a hug. You know, he's like, I don't want to fight. This is a debate. Stop <laughs> getting emotional. We're going to have some fun here, right? I agree. I yeah. think Vivek won the debate, in, yeah. in my opinion. Well, he held his cool the whole time. He he didn't lose his mind like Pence and who's that, Chris Christie, whatever his name. Yeah. They would lose their mind at the slightest thing. He said, oh, you know, climate change is a hoax. And they all pounced on him like vultures. They look like Democrats. Oh, they, they were, totally did. Oh, my God. They were all attacking him like that. And he took it very well. He laughed and said, yeah, well, that's your version. But the truth is, you know. I think on substance, I didn't necessarily agree with Haley. But I thought she did pretty good on presentation on her. No, I think she did pretty good. Yeah. Yeah. Um, I've got a little clip here. Uh, I I thought she did okay, except for the men bashing. If you want something done oh. right, just call a woman. <laughs> men can't do anything right. <laughs> well, you know, Vivek was saying a number. He said a couple of things that just triggered everyone like mm-hmm. crazy. Oh, my gosh. Mm-hmm. And so when... Vivek talks about the climate hoax, which I, I'm completely in agreement with him on this. Me too. Do, do I think that the climate is changing? Yes, I, I think it probably is. I think it always has changed. I think throughout history, the climate has always changed. Uh, you know, and, and, and yet to, to this day, nobody has really come out to me and told me, okay, now, Tell me the difference. What's the difference between climate and weather? Uh, aren't they kind of the same thing? But, you know, and all of this uh, this heat wave we've had this summer, we've had heat waves in the past. I remember several. We, we've mm-hmm. had heat waves. Mm-hmm. And, you know, I remember that that somebody the other day was talking about, oh, my gosh, it's so hot here in Phoenix. It's 105 degrees. <laughs> it's always 105 degrees in Phoenix in the summer. What? Well, actually, that's kind of cool compared to some of the days I've been there. Yeah. It's like Phoenix is like is like walking into the gates of hell. I mean, that place... Kind of Fe- like Phoenix the, sucks. Yeah. I would never want to live in Phoenix. And it's kind of like Las Vegas. You know, 100, oh, oh, 115 yeah. is normal for them. Yeah. I mean, you yeah. walk into Phoenix and it's like opening the oven door and walking inside. I mean, that's how yeah. hot it is out there. I remember I was there, I don't know, a few years ago and I was out there and uh, and I was, I don't know, I think somebody was coming by to do some work somewhere and I, and, and I was talking to the guy and sweat is a pouring down my face it's like it's like this blast of heat and i think that particular day it was like somewhere around 110 and 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 they try to these these you know mainstream news reporters act like oh we're having a heat wave in phoenix it's 105 degrees no that's not a heat wave in phoenix i'm sorry it's not but the the thing is is Weather, climate, it's constantly changing all the time. And the thing that I am disagreeing with is whether or not human-caused climate change can be significant. And I don't think it is. I think there are a lot of – and there's evidence out there that a lot of things cause a lot – more climate change than human-caused purposes or cows farting or anything like that. So that that's the part I have a problem with. Anyway, I'm going to play this clip by Vivek. I, I think it's fantastic. Uh, here we go. Come on. Come on, Vivek, oh, where are you? Sorry, clicking on the wrong thing. Uh, i got too many computers here. <laughs> I'm the only person on the stage who isn't bought and paid for, so I can say this. The climate change agenda is a hoax. The climate change agenda is a hoax. When people are dying of bad climate change policies, then they are of actual climate change. Hold on, hold on. Sorry about the quality of the recording. I've had enough already tonight of a guy who sounds like ChatGPT. ChatGPT. The last person in one of these debates, Brett, who stood in the middle of the stage and said, what's a skinny guy with an odd last name doing up here was Barack Obama, and I'm afraid we're dealing with the same type of amateur standing in stage tonight. Give me a hug. (laughs) Sorry about that. For some reason, that didn't sound very good. But, But you notice that when Vivek 
comes out and claw, calls the, the climate thing a climate hoax, you notice how immediately every single one of these other people on the stage just instantly, oh, no, he said that. It's like, we can't have that. It's like these people, they're all completely in the tank on the climate change nonsense, I, I'm gonna every say, one of them. I'm going to say that what really bothered the most was he said, I'm the only one here not bought and paid for. That's yes. what really got them going. That's what made their little fur stand up and attack him on whatever. They were furious that he said that. But he's right. Yeah, they're, he is. They're all bought and paid for. None of them stood up for this country. None of them said what they were going to do for this country to make it better. All they did was attack him and Trump. Everything they could think of was negative. They didn't well, say anything positive. I would have liked to have seen at least one or two of them question, you know, okay, why do you, why do you say it's a hoax? Mm-hmm. And and what instead types of instead of just attacking him? Yeah, instead of just attacking him outright and saying because I'd I'd like to know. I, I recently saw a, in a congressional hearing where John Kennedy from Louisiana. I guess is is it John Robert? Ro- no, RFK Jr. No, this huh? from Louisiana, the senator. Oh, ro- yes. Um, uh, I think his name's John too. John. I love that guy. I love his accent. Yes, He's yes. so funny. He's always got these funny analogies. But he he asked a question of the environmental protection head, mm-hmm. the head of the envir- environmental protection um, department. He asked the question. He says, "Okay, uh, how much do you assume that we've spent?" On this clean energy, you know, to change climate, and the guy couldn't answer his question, and he he listed so so many trillion, nineteen trillion or something, on the uh, green new deal stuff. Well, he says, how much has it changed the temperature of in the climate? Guy couldn't answer him. He mm-hmm. says, we have no idea, and it's like, well. You're spending all this money. We just allocated another 1.9 trillion, you know, in the in the Inflation Recovery Act, which was a Green New Deal Act. Inflation Reduction Act, which right has nothing to do with with reducing inflation. Right, has nothing yeah. to do with. But the guy couldn't answer his question. He says exactly. That's. That's what I'm saying. When you can come to me and tell me that, yeah, we're we're having some results, but as you mentioned earlier in your in your, maybe it wasn't you, but I think it was uh, Nikki Haley that actually uh-huh. says, well, until we can get China, uh, and India, Russia, and India to and stop. Mexico, right, right, to start controlling theirs, we're not going to see it. We can't do it ourselves here in the United States. So we're taking the hit for the rest of the world and we're we're killing our economy we're killing our progress our productivity everything that has made you this country great we're killing just voluntarily and just conceding to the other countries around the world well you know mike the 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 conclusion i come to on this is that this is not about anything other than making the united states weak and making it irrelevant and making it basically prime for a takeover. Exactly. And, and what, what brings that you know, to a head for me is back when Obama was president, he said, we are going to transform this country. And then the United States is an imperialistic country. We're going to transform it. Everybody assumed, everybody clapped and says, oh, that's great, right? They assumed he was talking about making it better. Hey, Mike, let's continue this uh, after the break. I've actually got a caller. I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to get the caller, and then we'll probably end up putting them on hold until after the break. Let me get them here. Let's see. But I, I think, yeah, I know you're right, what you're saying. I mean, Obama said a lot of things like that mm-hmm. that we should have been listening caller, to. Caller, go ahead. You're on the line with uh, Becca and Stella. Hey, good morning to you all. Hey, good morning. How are you? I'm doing well. We are, we are here in Las Vegas at the moment. First of I'm all, actually, tell everybody uh, who you are. Sure. <laughs> yes. So, yeah, so this, this is this is Robert Agee, Banners for Freedom. So, Robert, I'll uh, tell you what you called right before the break. So, can I hold you over for about five minutes until the break is over, and then we will uh, we will pick up the line. I'm going to put you on hold until then. You got it. Okay. Talk to you in a few. Okay. There we go. All right, so um, 
Don't go anywhere. He's uh, he's somebody I talked to the other day. He's doing some really good stuff stuff across the country. I said, hey, call in if you can. And it looks like he called in, so we'll talk to him after the break. You're listening to Freedom Speak with Becca Marie and Stella. Don't go anywhere. 